Welcome to the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio, the podcast for talent acquisition aficionados, HR lovers, and the recruitment connoisseurs out there looking to get inspired and challenge traditional approaches to hiring. Here, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the recruitment process, engaging fresh talent, managing tough internal hiring dilemmas, and of course, the future of talent acquisition. I'm your host, Adri Smith from Recruity. I'll be quizzing the experts, asking the burning questions, and of course, bringing you great guests each episode. By the end of every episode, we'll offer a few hypotheticals and of course, tips to take back to your team and workplace. Well, welcome, Eva, and uh, thank you so much for joining us here on the TA Innovators Radio. Thank you very much for having me here. Could you just quickly tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into recruitment? My name is Eva. I'm from Slovakia, uh, living in Amsterdam uh, more than three years. I'm doing recruitment or I'm in this, uh, this business almost eight years. Just got the first job after school. I was lucky. <laughs> So we're here today to talk a little bit about agile recruitment. And um, for some people, agile recruitment is a very new term, let alone a methodology. Can you explain what you actually mean by agile recruitment? Yeah, as you're saying, it's a new new methodology, let's say. And it has, like I think, 40 different uh, type of ways of doing it. For us, it's a way how the team are cooperating uh, and basically for us, especially at the level up, uh, we have a cross-functional teams and uh, every team is as well self-organized. We are working as well sometimes on the multiple projects. So therefore we have to be sure that we work efficiently and transparently and that we always get things done as we promised to our clients Therefore, we choose this methodology because that's exactly Agile Ways is a way of cooperating, of building, measuring, and learning. It's simple, flexible, and pretty easy communication uh, is happening during these Agile loops. How do you actually start implementing an Agile recruitment process? So we work in the teams, and uh, the projects we're working on can be pretty uh, long and uh, big. So we have, let's say, five-member uh, team, and we need to fill uh, maybe 20 rows. With that, the transparency going down, communication is slower, or not always you know everything. And um, we were like searching uh, on the ways how we can scale this uh, project-based recruiting and uh, we found Scrum because Scrum is exactly a method, agile methods for teams where is a fast feedback loops happening and you can quickly adjust to changes. And as we know, we all know that in the recruitment, things are actually never happening according to the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are involved. <laughs> yeah. There's always some change happening. Scrum is helping us to actually adjust every time to the change uh, Yeah, almost immediately. So I think you mentioned a couple of reasons, but to be clear, wh- why did you guys end up choosing Scrum as your recruitment methodology? First of all, it supports us to be really flexible. So that means that we can adjust and iterate to any change which was happening during the whole recruitment process. It as well support us in um, 
basically as well reflecting our own uh, objectives and values. That means that Scrum is pretty client focused, so it's prioritizing uh, client needs. It supports collaboration. It brings uh, clarity to the team, what's really important. And meanwhile, you're learning every time, every week, every sprint, you're learning something new. So in your experience, what does the average sprint look like in your average recruitment process? So we have a two-week sprint. That means that on the specific tasks, we work for the two weeks. We have a, a daily short meetings. We have a weekly stand-ups and a retrospective meetings after two weeks when we're trying to reflect uh, what happened, if we accomplish what we promised and uh, what was blocking us and what not. I think two weeks can be enough to adapt to the change, but I can imagine that somebody would have a shorter loop. So every week would some kind of a retrospective would happen. So to me, it seems like this is just kind of a, a process that embraces communication. What's so different about it, aside from over-communicating or just regularly communicating? I think it's actually just a methodology which one yeah, supports uh, over-communicating. It's a cool terminology happening there. It works in uh, technical teams. So I think just translating the terminology to recruitment brings some value. I don't see anything super special about that, but how it is built, it's actually somehow way easier to communicate than it was before. So obviously this requires obviously a lot of dedication from the recruitment team. How is the interaction with the hiring managers when you're kind of over communicating or establishing loads of lines of communication that they might not have had before? In the sprint, everything is transparent. So your really day-to-day tasks are visible as your blockers are visible, your concerns, your troubles are visible. And uh, during weekly stand-ups, we sharing it with hiring managers. Therefore, it's pushed them to be open to what we're trying to say. They see the all effort we're doing there. And therefore, they can as well appreciate more what's happening. Mm, we don't have really that much pushback there. Actually, everything's, the expectation management's happening way, or is way better there during this sprint. And is there any different impact on candidates? I think on candidates, the only impact it has is that the recruitment process is faster. So far, we could finish roles maximum or within 30 days, what's uh Oh, in my opinion, really good results. So with that, candidates getting a better candidate experience. So I always have feedback really shortly so I can directly communicate it with the candidate. Uh, candidate is not waiting too, too long. And if there is any recruitment process, we can already adapt it with the candidate. So I think that's the only advantage which one candidate feel. But I think Agile is more has more benefits for hiring managers and recruiters itself. So you guys have implemented agile recruitment at Level Up Ventures. Mm-hmm. What were the major challenges that you had to overcome? Were there any kind of slip-ups or any difficulties in implementing this new methodology? For us, it was difficult to 
write down occurring tasks, which one are really like day to day. Before for us, we would take the task for granted. I don't know, like go through the applicants. So that was for us really hard to start uh, really putting as a visible task, not take it for the granted, estimate the time, how much time it takes. And uh, that was, I think, the hardest to start actually tracking all small activities we recruiters do. And what's the real benefit in the long term of, of uh, tracking all of these activities? I know you said one was to kind of inform the hiring managers to let them know how much work and effort you're putting in. Are there any other benefits of kind of becoming very granular with your day-to-day tasks? It definitely, for the company or the, for hiring managers, it saves money because the recruitment process can be way faster. That's what I see as the best outcome so far. So process is faster, you have faster hire, and that saves a lot of money and actually a lot of frustration. And candidate is happy as well. It creates a clarity in the process that means as well like both sides as hiring managers and as recruiters are actually happy because if you have all kind of information, if everything is transparent, everybody collaborate, there are no yeah, no problems no unhappiness, let's say. And as well, it increased interactions. And I think that as well is bringing a better environment within the team. It's a predictable. So you can way more predict actually results. Are there any instances where a company may not be ready to implement Agile or where they may be too late? I think that you should always try to implement it. As I said before, there are 40 different ways of HR. So definitely there should be one which one uh, is the best for each company. But I guess like if you are a solo recruiter or a freelancer, I think HR recruitment or HR methodology doesn't need to be really that profitable or it's not really necessary to implement as it is a methodology for teams. So is it methodology which runs about cooperation and communication? So if you are by yourself, I mean, you don't really need to implement that. And I don't think there is never too late for it. Are there any like tools or resources that you would recommend to recruiters for starting out with agile recruitment? Uh, simply, uh, you can just use a whiteboard and uh, sticky papers. That really works. We, for example, at Level Up, uh, we're using uh, Asana tool. It's a project management tool when you can have your board. Uh, Trello board can work for it. For daily stand-ups, we're using a Slack bot. So it's, uh, it calls GeekBot. And uh, every day, uh, this bot is asking us how we feel and what we're going to do, etc. But I think with a big whiteboard, sticky papers, you can already start. You don't need actually more things. Where do you see the future of agile recruitment going? Do you see a lot of companies actually implementing it? Or do you think it's only going to be select companies, you know, companies that are maybe more open-minded to different ways? I think that the HR recruitment would be really typical method for uh, for company which one are a big or have like a way bigger recruitment needs because 
if you are a small company and you are filling just few roles, I can imagine that you can kind of manage it without that. It would be better because people will become more efficient and more happier. But uh, so far, I see that only big companies who can invest time and money and effort would implement that and hope so in 10 years, everybody using it already. So for, I think it will be just really typical way of working in the future. I mean, it's well known that recruiters kind of move jobs fairly regularly. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're, you're even a boomerang uh, employee yourself. I think it is something that will probably indeed end up spreading, right? That if you've worked uh, agile recruitment before at your previous company, then you might bring it on over to another company or something like that. Yeah, I think it's like if you compare it to the uh, like a technical world of developers or development world, there is everywhere agile. In every company almost you do agile. I think that's a trend in recruitment as well, that every company would use agile. Maybe already everybody, com- every company is using it, They just don't know that you can call it that way. Well, and also I think by calling it agile recruitment and calling it what it is, you're also opening up your your company and your team to more resources as well. I think there are tons of uh, things that you can apply from uh, the internet and certain uh, meetings that you can kind of start to implement in an agile way. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. That's how we actually did it. We just jump on the internet, look what Scrum means. We just translated terminology You know, like in a technical world, it would product backlog. And we say, oh, that's like a hiring plan. (laughs) Let's see how it works. Actually, it works. So we figure out that some terms can be virtually just translated to recruitment. Yeah, I think uh, it's well worth it to kind of look into what the translations could possibly be. I know if you start to drop them here, it will become a little bit overwhelming. I think it will become a little bit like a laundry list of uh, things to look out for, right? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, the company or the team need to be defi- uh, like really ready for it because it means a lot of consistency. Uh, it means discipline. And as well, it brings a lot of visibility. So sometimes you're kind of hiding your task or you're postponing them, procrastinating. That's not happening uh, when you do sprints. So what's good, of course. <laughs> Yeah, I think the transparency element has to be probably one of the the bigger benefits of actually implementing yeah. uh, agile recruitment. Because I think that's often one of the biggest complaints from hiring managers or from hiring teams is that they don't know where they are in the process and they don't know where they can help. Yeah, you are so right. I mean, if the company want to have or want to be transparent, then definitely agile recruitment is a great way. But, you know, not always everybody want to be super visible and 100% transparent. So then I would, like, of course, think how I would implement that because it's just bringing so much visibility that uh, it can be maybe uh, intimidating for some people. It makes me think of some of these roles where you may not want everything to be super transparent. Yeah. (laughs) Is there some kind of balance that you can strike between having all of the control and no visibility and less control, but a lot of visibility. I mean, like for us, like I remember that first weeks be super transparent, for example, with our uh, blockers, when the hiring managers need to see 
on the chart, we missing uh, we missing responsiveness or hiring managers are not responsive, and they were just literally like, oh my god, what what we are not responsive? Oh, and uh, so I, I know that the transparency can be a bit scary because you have to see you have to put everything out. But I don't know how I would hide something else. I think HL is just supporting the transparency so much. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, actually being transparent is actually giving recruiters and the the recruitment team a little bit more uh, leeway and also a little bit more control over the process as well. Because if you don't have hiring managers breathing down your neck, wondering what the next step is or why you haven't done X, Y, and Z, then you're also freeing up a lot of your time. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, why we should be actually scared of transparency? I mean, there is nothing bad about that or should not be nothing bad about that. So I think it's a good thing. I think we just have to adapt to it, right? Like the new technology, new ways, bringing more and more integrity and they're bringing more and more transparency. And yeah, we people just need to adjust to it. Well. Thank you so much for your time, Eva. And uh, yeah, I think the adjustment period hopefully won't be too long for too many teams, especially you know, with the benefits that I could uh, really give you. But I want to thank you so much for your time here on the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio. Thank you very much for inviting me and um, uh, can't wait to hear, uh, hear it. <laughs> all right. See you soon. Yeah. Bye-bye. We have an exciting announcement for all of you podcast listeners out there. Are you ready to join hundreds of recruiters, TA, and HR specialists for a day of insights and innovation at TalentCon 2019? Held here in the heart of Amsterdam on November 7th, this action-packed day will bring you the most cutting-edge thought leaders and insight-driven practitioners to deep dive into the future of hiring. We'd love to see you there, and you can find more information at talentcon.co. Thanks again for joining us on the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And of course, if you did, feel free to share it on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you're most active. And if you'd like to be updated on when our next podcast is going to be released, you can sign up at blog.recruity.com slash podcast. See you in the next one.